To all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-drama Cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host Sarai at the K-drama Cafe podcast. And today is a good day because this episode is another Friday random takes. Let's talk. And today's episode is an exciting topic because I've been wanting to talk about this for a good minute because I feel like it has been so popular and has been talked about and has the this specific like title or phrase slang phrase whatever you want to call it has been coined and has is now a thing since the past couple years now the actual topic itself has been going around for obviously way like years before that but now we have a name for it and that topic that we will be talking about today is on second lead syndrome yes the beautiful second lead syndrome that we all know and love that we all have gone through i've gone through it you've gone through it you've caught it i've caught it and never did i think that i would actually catch it because when i was younger i was way more immature and i always would root for the main ship of the main character even though sometimes the main guy was like a jerk uh and or maybe not the best option for the female lead but i'm over here trying to fix everyone thinking that okay sorry i'm going off on a rant but yeah so today's episode is on second lead syndrome we're gonna talk about i'm gonna talk about all the different um korean dramas that stood out to me when it comes to second lead syndrome whether i didn't like the ship or whether i got it bad and you know kind of the reasons why it's gonna be a super laid back um episode where like my random takes just like i'll just go off on a rant just like chit chat you know talk with you guys hopefully someone's listening and yeah let me know how you guys feel about second lead syndrome do you guys you know fall for mostly always the second lead or you know do you guys feel like you just ship it because it's like it's more fun it's more spicy how do you guys feel about it um yeah i was never a fan of that concept until now especially these past years like the second leads have been like stealing the show okay i gotta say they have been stealing the show like male leads like you are you know you better run for your money because i don't think i said that phrase right anyways (laughs) yeah like you guys um yeah so they've been killing it they've been stealing the show i'm here for it i'm excited so yeah i'm just gonna it's gonna be super laid back just talk about uh all the um specific i'll be just like naming and talking about the korean dramas through the years that um that stood out to me when it comes to second lead and yeah just talk about second lead syndrome and um just give off some recommendations and if you guys want to you know recommend me shows where you had a major second lead syndrome let me know let me know if you guys you know have your favorite shows where like the ship the main ship was not it for you and you literally just watched the show because of the second male lead or the second female lead 
because it's happened to me where I don't even care about the main ship or the main characters. I just care about the side characters or I just care about like, um, you know, yeah, the second, the second lead or sometimes even like the villain. Like I feel like sometimes, you know, we'll be shipping the female lead with the villain or not the villain, but maybe like, you know, not, like, yeah, sometimes it's the villain or the bully. I'll give examples of what I'm talking about because I feel like I'm not making sense right now. But yeah, let's get into it. Today's topic, let's talk secondly syndrome. But before, have you had your coffee today? Because I have my coffee right now. <laughs> right now, today, I have a an iced hazelnut latte from Coffee Bean and yeah i know right i it's not starbucks again but yeah today i just i don't know i was driving by and i saw it and i was like you know what let me get the usual ice hazelnut coffee well actually today is a latte but yeah like <laughs> i absolutely love this drink because it's one of the drinks actually so let me go off tangent again this is gonna be a completely like it's this is a laid-back episode but the reason why i love my iced hazelnut coffee from coffee specifically because it has the only coffee that has come close to reminding me of the coffee that my grandpa used to make and let me just share that the reason why and how i got addicted to coffee was through my grandpa because he's the one that gave me a sip when I was very young <laughs> and I remember he used to make he used to take care of me when I was younger um well both of my grandparents and he always would make his coffee in the morning and he would make it simple like sugar with some cream but the way he would make it I don't know how he just had a special touch and I remember when he gave me a sip one day I was just being nosy and he was like do you want to try and I said yeah and he had a spoon and then he kind of like he grabbed some with a spoon and he like I took the sip and I was like oh my gosh this is this is heaven it's like bitter but a little bit of sweet and then a little bit creamy but the color looks so beautiful because he had this glass mug that he would drink it from and I think till today, that's why I love, like, drinking my, like, um, you know, like, coffee or hot coffee or even ice drinks through, like, clear cups or, like, the glass mugs. Because I remember seeing it and it just looks so beautiful, that tan coffee color. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so I've tried to replicate that taste and it has, nothing has come close but the ice hazelnut coffee sure does, from coffee beans specifically, sure does come close to how my grandpa made it. How? I have no idea. Maybe because it's, you know, a little bit, it's not too sweet. It's a little bit, like, you know, rich. Like, the hazelnut flavor does not taste artificial at all. It's, like, a good, rich taste. I don't know how to explain. And I just went off on a tangent. I am so sorry. But, yeah, let me know. Like, if there's any, like, drink that you guys like, especially in the holidays, is there anything that you guys like that just gives you that, nostal that nostalgic feel? Like, um, me, like, I'm, you know, Hispanic, so, like, uh, we, during our, during holidays or during winters, 
um, like my family and a lot of Hispanic families make this drink called champurado, which is like like a hot chocolate type of drink, but it's not. It's kind of thick. I don't know how to explain it. Or like the cho- like the hot chocolate abuelita, which is like not too sweet. It's like a little bit bitter as well. I don't like t- sweet things, uh, as you could tell. Or like um, what else? Like you know, different different drinks. Like, is there anything that you know that you guys either look forward to the holidays or specific time that gives you that nostalgic that nostalgic feel or reminds you of someone? Let me know. Let me know. Um, yeah, at least for my my culture, those are kind of some of the drinks. But yeah, coffee. If you guys have your third cup of coffee today. I am so sorry. I'm just kidding. If you guys are, um, yeah, if you guys, have you guys had your coffee yet? Let me know. Um, if you guys are listening to this, you know, I hope you guys are winding down. Um, just relax. Hear me out. Hear me rant about whatever I'm going to talk about today. Um, if you guys are at work, it's Friday. Make it through. We got this. We got this. Like, I just got off work. I'm so excited for the weekend. But if you guys are working through the weekend, you got this. Two more days. You got this. If you guys are students and you guys went back in, I know. I know. I know. Trust me. I've been there where, like, I had to stay all the way until, like, the library closed. And I by 8 o'clock, I already had my third cup of coffee. But. I know you got this. We all got this. I hope wherever you guys are at, whether you guys are work, you know, whether you guys are driving, drive safe, um, or you guys just, you know, walking and you're listening to me talk. Um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend as well. But yeah, let's get into it. Second lead syndrome. Woo! <laughs> I'm so curious to hear how you guys feel about second lead syndrome because it's just like people ship and i don't know if people do it for fun or to make things like spicy or to make things kind of like to stir the pot but people will ship like characters that have nothing to do with each other or like the you know like the bully not the bully bully but like you know like a real mean guy with the main girl or like you know it's very interesting how you know what people do i feel like a lot of people just troll and they just ship random people together for fun but i feel like for the most part when it comes to second lead syndrome when i was younger i didn't fall into that because even though there were a lot of um a lot and i feel like a lot during that time like during the 2010s like i feel like a lot or the early 2000s not early that that early like from like 2009 and on i feel like a lot of the main characters were were just not good for the female lead or vice versa i'm gonna say vice versa because you know you know women can be toxic too but yeah like even for american shows like the male lead is always like not the best and so the second lead is presented and he can give the female lead an option to have a better life to have like not as much of an exciting life maybe or an exciting relationship where you know but 
like you can be content you can be happy it could be a healthy relationship but I think it's like that for me when I was younger I had this like I feel like I'm an empath where I had the tendency of falling for a guy who's like all wrong for me but I always had the hope that he would change or maybe like I would help him I could help him I could be there for him oh my gosh and then turns out that no like he's never gonna change like and I cannot I don't have the power to change someone only yourself like you choose to change for yourself you choose you choose to make effort and I have learned so much but back then obviously I was young child haven't didn't know what I was talking about and that reflected in the way I liked like the main roles and I explained I'll I'll explain when I start talking about the Korean dramas but yeah like do you guys also go according to like your personalities because now that I'm older I'll just root for what's the best option for for the girl like yeah or because or, like like for example nevertheless I'm just talking about nevertheless right off the bat like even though the chemistry was on fire but if I was younger I would be like Jay on for sure like he's gonna change for her like blah 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 but now that I'm older, I just wanted her to not be with either of them. I wanted her to just like be her own person, you know, have you know, have a successful um, showcase with her beautiful artwork, and then study abroad and find herself. I wanted that maybe because I was thinking about myself, but i wanted her to do that i didn't want her to end up with anyone because obviously jayon he had so much that he that was not wrapped up or concluded or he had still some things he needed to work towards and the other guy like i feel like he was too almost too good for her (laughs) like he was too sweet for her not that she was a bad person but like he kind of deserved better to be completely honest but she, like, I just wanted her to find her own and just, like, not choose anyone. I was hoping that was going to happen, but that didn't end up happening. If you guys have not watched it, if you guys watch it, you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys know how it ends. But if you guys have not, like, I mean, it's worth a watch for sure. But definitely gives you anxiety of, like, oh, my gosh, what do, what do these people want? Like, what does the main guy want? Like, does he want a relationship? Does he not? Uh, yeah, but that that is a very... If I was younger, I'm going to admit, I would be like, yeah, main guy all the way. Like, But now like that I'm older, just I just feel differently. And I don't know. I want to know if I'm uh, like if other people also feel the same way or they just kind of like they just watch these. They they don't think too deep about it. They just kind of like watch it and just go for whoever, like just for fun, whoever's cute with each other or whatever character they like. I don't know. Let me know, guys. Let me know. Am I? Don't leave me. <laughs> but yeah. So, second lead syndrome. If you guys don't know what that is, it's kind of self-explanatory. Um, second lead syndrome is pretty much when the audience, like yourself or myself, um, roots towards the second male lead. Sometimes female lead, but majority of the time it's a second 
male lead. And they root for them. That's become their, they fall for them. It's whatever you're supposed to feel for the main character, you feel for the second lead, even though you're not supposed to. <laughs> and they pretty much steal the show for you. You want them, you want the female lead or male lead to end up with this second lead. And you root for them and you just like, you like bias for them, whatever. It's pretty much with second lead syndrome. I kind of looked it up on Urban Dictionary. You know, I'm lame, I'm a nerd, but I want to know exactly what what it is because this has been going on for a while, like obviously through the years, but I feel like that term did not come about until like, I want to say a couple past, yeah, the past couple years. So when I first heard it at least which was, I think, in 2021. And yeah, second lead syndrome, according to Urban Dictionary, is wanting so desperately for the lead actress of a drama to end up with a better guy. But you always know that she's going to end up with the lead bad guy in the end. Usually goes with the uh, with the feelings of others, of either wanting to curl up and cry over your ramen, knock someone's teeth, or both i don't know why it says that but yeah pretty much pretty much yeah like it's pretty much the audience wanting like the main lead female lead it's always always like the female lead to end up with the second male lead um yeah self-explanatory and it's just so interesting to me because i've never heard a term for it or i didn't think it was a thing until like this last year 2021 and again i think yeah i already said it like the reason why is because it's evident that the second leads that have been coming out have been stealing the show and are kind of better than the male leads why why are the story setups like that i have no i have no idea but that's pretty much how we've seen it but yeah so secondly syndrome there's like um so this the the shows that i've seen throughout the years um there's like a few shows that have stood out to me when it comes to secondly syndromes that i want to recommend to you guys um and these are kind of they're kind of old but they're pretty fun to watch some of them i either did not go for the second lead or i did um but yeah i'll just like kind of go over why um so the first one that i can remember that i you know looking through my archives of what i've watched which is like kind of obvious of how old i could possibly be but the very very first one that i that i could trace back i remember that um that kind of gave off of that like there's a second lead syndrome before second lead syndrome was a thing is 2009's boys over flowers yes boys over flowers it's a classic it's one of those shows that if you're a korean drama watcher then that should be in your list of shows that you watched if you guys have not watched it it's fine like times have changed now like your first starters is not is not that anymore but back back then boys over flowers is, was like always a starter for everyone when it or like it's like the show that would expose you to korean dramas and is it cheesy yeah is it the best storyline not really 
<laughs> but is it fun? Definitely. Will you like? I feel like yeah, like you'll definitely get that whole second lead syndrome. But then the main guy's crazy, but you somehow rooting for him. But yeah, the reason why this stood out to me was because because essentially the main guy is not really the best for the main girl but yet here i am rooting for the main guy because this this show everybody from what i remember everybody was rooting for the second lead everyone except for me why because i have issues i'm over here trying to i was the girl who was like the empath the one who's like oh if i see like a little the guy is a hot mess but i see like some possibility of hope I'm like, oh, I'll be there for you. I'll help you. Blah, blah, blah. I can fix you. You know. You know. If you guys are, like, at an older age and you guys have gone through life, you guys know what I'm talking about. I've definitely matured from that. (laughs) But, yeah, that's that's where I was at at that time. 2009, I was a teenager. So, (laughs) I, I didn't know what I was. I didn't know. Yeah, so, but I definitely rooted for the main guy which was Lima no like you should definitely watch it just for him but so pretty much boys over flowers if you guys have not watched it um it's like it's like it's like the first high school drama that I remember that is literally the epitome of what a high school drama is the girl is poor the guy is rich the guy is arrogant the girl is like she's just like bomb.com on top of the world is great changes the guy so it's pretty much about um her name is john d and she's like a spunky girl she's obviously poor her you know her family does like um dry cleaning she's in swimming she like has like a part-time job with her best friend um, she just lived, she's like, she's supposed to be super poor, but she lives like a homeless little life. And she's like very spunky. She's very like sassy. She doesn't care what people think about her. She'll stick up to who with, you know, in front of anybody. She'll like speak her mind. So that's John D. She's like, she was great. I absolutely loved her character. And the main guys, so the, ma- the main, why it's called Boys Over Flowers is because because of the main four guys the friend group that was called f4 why i don't know but these guys were four friends that grew up together since they were kids and they're like the richest guys of this like academy i want to call it academy because i feel like it it's like they have grades from like elementary and on um but yeah so there's just four guys they're famous they like there's tabloids on them they're like all rich they're inheritors and yeah so they're like super popular she ends up um doing dry cleaning or like delivering dry cleaning at that school and ends up catching a kid who's about to take his life but she saves him and it's all over the news and so because of that the school grants her a scholarship um that she would would be in the swim team uh if she you know attends the school and stuff like that so she does that by force because her parents are they're all just like they that her family is just her family is pretty cute but they just like are they were just like 
they wanted the best for her but they just literally were super hyped <laughs> and they were just like super excited and she was like i don't want to go i don't want to go but they're like i don't care this is an opportunity like you're gonna go so she goes and she meets the boys over flowers so she meets the second lead which is yoon jihoo and falls in love with him right off the bat i think it's yoon jihoo yeah and um she falls in love with him right off the bat he's the best second lead that you can see he's sensitive he's sweet he's kind he protects her he takes care of her he cares about her he also falls in love with her he well he never says it so that's kind of his fault but he plays the violin like they have sweet moments and while that's happening john d is dealing with the leader of the pack which is gu jun pyo the beautiful Lee Min Ho. I love him. But um and he's a hot mess. He's selfish. He's rude. He's arrogant. He's like super popular. He knows it. He's the richest of them all. And he looks down on people. He's called people ugly. He's called girls ugly. He's like super rude. She does not like him right off the bat. And right off the bat he's like taken aback from her. But as and he bullies her and he tells other people to bully her and it's just a hot mess but in the process little by little and this is why i kind of started fall like like an idiot fall in love with him but he starts to think of others think of someone else besides himself even you know in a romantic way obviously like he all of a sudden is was like i think this is one episode where he's like he tells her like it's been like you know two days 12 hours 14 seconds since i talked to you not that i've been counting you know or like you know he waited for her one time through like the snow like little things like that like where he, he pretty much learned how to think of others by trying to get her attention Because he was like, he obviously right off the bat fell in love with her, but he didn't want to admit it. And he was kind of like, she likes me, whatever. But no, like it was him who liked her. So he would like try to get her her attention. It's kind of like Beauty and the Beast. Like he was trying to do everything he can to get her attention and nothing would work until he started to just be genuine or she realized that he was actually being genuine, even though he was being dumb about her. He was going about it the wrong way and she ended up somehow falling in love with him even though she first was all for the second lead and to be honest second lead was probably a better choice and at some points i did feel bad for him but but yeah like now that i'm older i definitely would think that the second lead was way better but i mean the male the 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 main guy he had she gave him a chance to change because he had some kind of depth to him kind of you know he was neglected as a kid and like he didn't know any better and he ended up learning and it's actually a really good show like yeah it could be cheesy but i definitely would recommend it it's a cute watch it's i don't know if it's bingeable but definitely definitely give it a shot but yeah that's my first like exposure to second lead syndrome even though i didn't end up 
rooting for the second lead. But yeah. <laughs> and the next one that I actually want to recommend, even though it was like very, very minor, I also didn't... Um, I it, This second lead was more like I want him to have the world. Not really like have the main girl, but I wanted to have the world because he was just so... He was super adorable. He literally wanted to protect the main girl. But he was like, uh, he was a bit younger than her. Um, so yeah, so the drama is called Cinderella Sister from 2010. And that is like one of my favorite shows. Um, I want to rewatch this just to see if it withstood the test of time, <laughs> if I haven't changed my mind yet. But uh, for its time, I definitely love that show um so cinderella's sister is pretty much about a girl who ends up being the stepsister of this beautiful girl who's like a single um well an only child um from a single dad and the main girl (laughs) uh the main girl's mom is a hot mess and ends up kind of like kind of making uh the dad fall in love with her not making but you know like kind of like pretty much kind of like doing a setup so so the main girl is played by moon gun young and if you guys don't know who that is check her out she's an incredible actress she's been in so many great shows but not even that she's always does a great job in her performances but her um her character is the main character and it's uh, her name is Un Song Unjo and um pretty much he's she's like she's very cynical she's like very quiet she's like I absolutely loved her character because she wasn't like the regular like Cinderella type of character she was like kind of almost always like kind of like angry at the world she um lived with her mom uh with her mom's abusive boyfriend um she pretty much did everything all the housework all the cooking everything she was living obviously a miserable life so that's why she was pretty cynical but eventually she ends up escaping and makes her mom escape and during that process they go to a town where they meet this little family with which is cinderella which her name was hyosun yeah, her name was Hyo-sun, and, um, you know, their dad's a great, he was a great, obviously a great man, and she does her, the mom does her tricks, and here and there to make the man, you know, the dad fall in love with her, and they end up getting married, so now, you know, Onjo's the stepsister, and obviously she's not, like, she's not very well liked, uh, she doesn't really know how to love, she's learning how to love, she's not really nice with her sister with the mate with the cinderella uh character of this story um but um the guy hong ki hoon he's a worker he turns out to be like you know a son of like like what is he he's like a son of like 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 an, an inheritor of like a huge company kind of i think or something like that um he ends up being like coming from a rich family but he was pretty he he pretty much was living a humble life uh living with his with you know in that little like okay so i didn't mention this but um the family the dad and the daughter had a rice wine company 
and I really liked that aspect because it was just like, oh, okay, like that's cool. Like I, I didn't even know what race wine was until I saw this show. Um, but yeah, so they own that company. Um, they're really well off, and um, Kihun worked with them. He was trying to live a normal, humble life, and meets the main girl, the Cinderella sister, and they are just great together because he's. He, 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 ha- he's, he has a dark past. He has some depth to him. She has some depth to them. They're like, they're hot mess, but together they like, oh gosh, they're, they're great together. Um, but the second lead, he's not really second lead, but he is kind of second lead was none other than take on yeah like i think this he came out in this before dream hive maybe but he was super adorable and he lived um his character jungwoo he uh, lived he was like a stepson or a son of the abusive boyfriend or the abusive ex-boyfriend and lived with them and you know he helped them escape too and he obviously you know was abused by the boyfriend too and when they, you know, like when there was a time jump, I think it was like eight years later, um, they met again and he was like, you know, because she knew like Cinderella's sister, um, the stepsister, <clears throat> the main girl, um, knew him as like a chubby, like young kid, like, you know, like she always saw him as a young kid. And then he grew up to be like a handsome young man, super sweet, super adorable, like, you know, happy-go-lucky. He was like... Um, he was um he was into baseball when he was a kid and i think he was still into baseball and there was just like sweet moments where you like he literally would try to protect her and try to cheer her up and oh my gosh i just wanted the world for him yeah i wanted the world for him i didn't it wasn't to the point where i wanted them to be together because you could just tell right off the bat that she didn't see him that way but obviously it was kind of like a little stir of the pot for the main guy to be kind of jealous and you know but he was just a sweet character i love taking on this he was so super super sweet so yeah cinderella's sister another good one and then another one and then i feel like this show um this show kind of i feel like it kind of started second lead syndrome i think it was one of those shows Correct me if I'm wrong, but ever since I watched this show, it has been replicated since then. And let me tell you what the show is. The Airs. <laughs> yeah, The Airs is like one of my favorite shows, my one of my favorite Korean dramas till today. I know it's like a high school drama. I know it could be like, you know, tropey. It could be, you know, whatever it is. But say what you say. I absolutely still love it. Still love the characters. Still love the actors. Acting was pretty good, too. Like, you know, I it was great. I still I could still watch it till today. But I feel like ever since I watched this show, and I could be wrong, but this is from my experience. Ever since I watched the show, I've seen like the storyline of the second guy, like the specific storyline being replicated or duplicated in different Korean dramas and in different ways. Let me explain why. So if you guys have not seen this show, go watch it. <laughs> um, but it's another, like, you know, 
poor the you know the girl's poor and she has like a bunch of jobs and she's trying to like live a better life and her mom's um actually this is a really good show watch it but her mom's um mute and works for this like rich family like one of the top top like richest families out there and um she ends up going to the states to try to meet with her sister because her sister was supposedly living like this great life in LA and California. But when she goes, she sees that she's not living that best of a life and she's upset. Um, and she gets stuck in the US for a bit. And then that's where she meets the, again, Limino. I freaking, <laughs> I had a huge crush on him when I saw this show. Um, and then from there, I still, you know, still loved him. But yeah, she meets him there. They hit it off. They have this little like, not a full-on romance or anything, but they have they clicked really well, and he pretty much helped her kind of like, kind of find her way back to South Korea. And he was like, he was, uh, he was an inheritor, but he was pretty much kind of exiled to the states because his big brother was the legitimate son, and he was kind of to the states to like study abroad and do kind of whatever he wants, just live off the money. But because he meets her, obviously falls in love, like that young, like passionate love. And I love the way in interviews how Limino describes the type of romance or the type of love that he falls for um, of the character of Kim Tan. Um, but he ends up following her back to Korea and they go through so much struggle. Poor girl. She tries to fight off. The feelings that she had for him because she's poor and like she's the one who's gonna end up suffering either way because of the whole like you know he has to marry someone that's you know that's gonna be beneficial to the family and like all this stuff and you know dealing with the older brother and like uh, it's it there's more to it than what i'm mentioning but he had back in korea he had um a best friend that now they're enemies because of unforeseen circumstances and now they hate each other he his name was young do and he was like ex-best friend of kim tan um oh the male lead was uh, played from by park shin hey uh chong song um but yeah so young do pretty much is a bully he was a bully straight up a bully and when he came to when she came along and she got a scholarship to go to that to their specific high school where young do was at and then Kim on return obviously and then you meet all these other heirs like all these other inheritors all these other rich kids and she obviously was not an inheritor she's obviously a poor girl she's like she's pretty much the the charity case i guess of the group of in the high school um and she goes through it she's definitely bullied and specifically by young doe and the reason why one she he bullied her because she was obviously different and he has suspicion that she was faking or she was um you know poor because she didn't say it right off the bat because kim tom didn't let her um to pretty much help her out but he started messing with her because he realized or he noticed that Kim Tan liked her. And in the process, 
guess what? He falls in love with her. <laughs> and it's such in a way where you see his character melt. And it's kind of weird because he's a bully. He was really messed up. But yet people were rooting for him. And I don't know. I don't think they were rooting for him like to end up with her. But kind of like falling in love with him. Because first of all, he's a good looking kid. Or he's, you know, man. Um, he's, 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 you know, he's good looking. And he was like melting for this girl that he was messing with. It's just so weird. I mean, it's fun to watch and like, you don't really, you kind of like eat it all up. But when you really think about it, it's like, he literally bullied, he bullied her so much. He was so messed up. And then in the process, like fell for her. Like what? <laughs> Even when when they realized that he that he wasn't messing with her anymore and he was actually trying to get her attention or like bugging her and like he was like really he was like kind of scary like she was scared of him but she realized like when she realized like oh like I think like when Kim Tom was like yeah I think he actually likes you like they both were freaking out because they don't know what that would mean because of how scary he was but he ended up being one of those like characters that people fell for because i was one of them like i was like oh my gosh like low-key like i hope i mean like wow you know like he he definitely uh, he definitely changed through the story he she definitely changed him he i guess learned how to love through her and he had a redemption story as well which was good and it made you feel so bad for him because he had an unrequited love but i feel like ever since then i've seen that replicated and i remember watching another one that i wanted to mention that reminds me of this of this second lead um that i want to that i want to mention or my next one that i want to mention that I also recommend it was True Beauty. Uh, True Beauty is, is so funny, so great. It's, it's like a surprisingly like fun watch, you know. Um, I, I I recommend it for sure. Like, it's not. It may not be for everyone, but I feel like everybody. It's pretty watchable. It's fun. It's just like seriously super fun, super funny, and it's it's cute too. But the second lead kind of reminded me of airs because same thing the main guys you know they were best friends and then because of unforeseen circumstances you know unfortunate events things like that they ended up hating each other you know second lead more which Hansa Jun ended up hating you know suho more making his life miserable making sure he never didn't forget what he you know blamed him for all that stuff and when they meet the main girl um im jikyun he just like he had like some kind of click with her but he started messing with same thing he started messing with her he is not good for her i did not want but with true beauty it was different even though it was kind of reminding me, but what I liked about it was that I could see that it could work with the main girl. Like he was definitely, it was different. He was, he was 
definitely cold well, not cold but he he was just hurt because of what he went through because he lost his best friend and you know that was a deeper root of his behavior than young doe from airs um but yeah like hansajun's character i rooted more for him than than suho even though i i i did want them to be together true you know the main ship for sure but i kind of was like i got lost and i was like okay cute like yeah hope hope they end up together but hansajun like i just want him to have a happy ending i want him to find like the best girl i want him to like be live happily ever after because literally mg gyun like did not give him the time of day at all and it was like it was so sad because he he fell in love with her and he was there for her and he didn't have to be he did not have to be be there for especially when there's a period where um the main couple break up and he was still there besties but the problem was that he took so long that she was already like she already saw him as just his friend and it was just like it was to the point where when he tried to like pursue her it was weird because she was like oh like you're a friend like no like don't do this <sighs> but it was it's i like him a lot because he knew he just he just wanted to be honest with his feelings and he confessed and he took too long but he ended up confessing knowing that obviously he's like yeah i can never have her but i just want her to i just want to be honest with her but yeah true beauty i think um of 2021 my favorite second lead is for sure him um if you guys follow me on instagram uh you guys can check out kdrama cafe underscore podcast and i posted like my top my best of of 2021 and for second lead i put him yeah for 2021 he's definitely my favorite second lead he's yeah like and i am not the only one like he's super he was surprisingly i was like when i first like kind of heard of him or seen like clips of him i wasn't really attracted to him i was like okay but when i watched the show i was like man he's hot <laughs> like whoa like i like this character this is a good character and oh my heart went out for him so he's definitely my favorite second lead syndrome happened with him with true beauty even though at first i was kind of you know i could compare between airs and and true beauty but i can't at the same time because because um in true beauty he was a way better person he was a way better character better development and it wasn't even a development it was just him kind of you seeing like the layers between that was already there as opposed to an heirs where he kind of like changed because he was not he was like pretty bad he was pretty bad but yeah like true beauty um hansa jones character i definitely experienced second lead syndrome i think that was my very first time truly truly experiencing second lead syndrome another one that's like oh my gosh your heart goes out too is um startup everybody knows good boy uh but the only thing is that i did not feel it's one of those 
so for True Beauty, I actually did. I wanted her to give him a chance. So yeah, I did experience second lead syndrome. But for Startup, the reason why I didn't, and if you guys, if you guys um haven't seen these shows, um yeah, check them out. I'm so sorry if you know, but for Startup, um it's just it's another show where there's like a second lead and he pretty much uh, he's the main reason why these the main two get together he like kind of pretty much shot himself on the the foot for that like he was obviously in love with the main girl but at the same time he was because he was not honest from the beginning he kind of pushed them together and it just kind of happened so you already knew right off the bat once they met like oh yeah these two are gonna end up together because the the main guy played by um hyun sick i don't know Suk. nam nam i forgot his name he's really cute like he's uh, i like him too but he yeah his character is super super likable super likable like you see him you know like you see his character development it's pretty cute and with her too like they worked well together they worked really well together so you i already knew like okay these are definitely these two are for sure meant to be together and you look at good boy and you feel so bad for him because he does so much behind the scenes but at the same time like he was not honest from the start and it sucks but yeah like he definitely deserved the world too he like he has some good 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 moments some really really good moments like i wish that i really wish that that he had like his own love story or something because oh my gosh my heart broke out for him give it up for him um the actor he's oh my gosh he played that character well like you your heart goes out for him you really really did but yeah startup but again true beauty (laughs) startup is a good one um, but again, like it was for true beauty where I really would like, come on, give him a chance, give him a chance. <sighs> but yeah, so those are the like shows that I that really mostly stood out to me when it comes to um, second lead, which is um, my first first love because. It just, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, I just felt so bad for the second lead because, so this, if you guys haven't seen this one either, definitely check it out too. It's definitely a good starter for Korean drama, I think. It's a, it's not a high school drama, they're in college, so, um, it's pretty cool. Um, so it's like about two people who are best friends, um, since like, since forever and they set it up as like oh that's my best friend like uh like i'll never have feelings for them but then you show like their perspective of how there's been moments where they did feel something for them but they just kind of left it at that and then like the the timing was never right it was like that like you know but besties and they just stayed besties (sighs) the reason why i want to mention this one is because the main girl and it was frustrating for me because 
you saw the process of how he fell in love with her and how she also liked him too but I don't know I think it's because of what again because of the experiences that I've had where you know you like you like okay if you guys know what I'm talking about like I've had okay how to explain this what was frustrating for me was because he the two main leads okay she obviously starts dating in the second lead second male lead he definitely falls in love with her um and then she likes him too and then the main guy ends up dating another girl and like the the girl that he was dating she was kind of like kind of cheating kind of like had an open relationship but wasn't really honest with him but the the frustrating part was that at the that's kind of the point of like the the love story or the story where you know it's two best friends first love your first first love and they end up together which was super i i liked it and i was like rooting for them but what i cannot what it was kind of frustrating me was the fact that they were not honest from the start and it's so heartbreaking because the other two like they became vulnerable to these characters they fell in love with these characters they tried their best to make it work for them but their priorities were different their priorities were not there the second lead there's times where it was a bit frustrating it was kind of like he was not able to be there for her the way that um Teo the the main guy was for him and that was kind of a problem because she didn't let him or she didn't communicate how because he obviously like the two main people the two main people knew each other for so long they already knew like he already knew what he needs to do if something goes is wrong with her main guy do Hyun, or not main guy so second lead doesn't know he's still learning and obviously he he right off the bat kind of explained like hey like i have to work i'm this i'm that like my dad's in debt like so i can't do like some things that you would like for a boyfriend to do and stuff like that like right off the bat he was honest but when she would go through things right like main guy already knew what to do and would do it for her you know like be there for her and the problem is it didn't give the second lead a chance to do that for her so that was kind of like oh my gosh like i feel kind of bad for the second lead you know I was, I kind of, at this point, I was like, I felt, I was like, I was rooting for him. Even though I'm like, I'm all here for like the best friends falling, you know, the best friends falling in love with each other and end up getting together. But it's just the relationships they were both in dragged too long where it ended up hurting other people. You know what I mean? Like that was, that... (laughs) That was, like, so hard to watch because I was, like, at this point, like, they should just stay with, they should just work it out. But they kept, like, the main girl just did the guy so dirty, honestly. 
because even though you could see how the other two, the second um, leads, you could see how I would I disagree in giving people an ultimatum, and that's pretty much what they did. If you go to that person, if you're there for that person, or then we're through. You know, that's pretty much what happened. And they didn't, either of them didn't care. They, I think, what was it? It was both occasions. I think she went to go look for her mom. And then he also went to look for his real mom or something like that. And both occasions, they left their significant other to be there for the other person. Even though the other, their significant others, you know, either said don't do it or like, you know, or they lied about it. They literally prioritize themselves. It's kind of like, why are you guys not together? Like, why are you guys stringing other people along, you know? I mean, again, I mean, these characters are young, so they didn't, maybe, yeah, they probably didn't know any better. But I was like, oh, like, I just feel so bad for them. Don't get me wrong, I liked all the characters. Um, but yeah, I was really... <laughs> By the way, the other two side love care, the side love story with the other two friends, oh my gosh, super adorable, super adorable, I loved it, but anyways, yeah, so that's why I wanted to mention this, because it was kind of like, oh, like, yeah, root for the best friends to end up together, cute, but oh my gosh, I felt so bad for the second leads, I felt so, so bad, like, it was just different from like startup and um mg uh, not mg well yeah like true beauty because they had a relationship you know and it was like oh like i don't know it was just kind of it was kind of it was interesting to watch but but yeah like th- that's pretty much my takes on second lead those when i think of second lead i think of these specific dramas um there's definitely other second lead characters that i absolutely love that stole a show for me um you know i mentioned the king's affection and like you know extraordinary you and like other you know other shows um but i wanted to mention these specific ones because i feel like they were kind of like the pivotal point of how not pivotal but kind of like when it comes to and just like the epitome of what a second lead is these dramas kind of like i feel like they i guess express what a second lead would be for me the epitome of what a second lead syndrome is um these characters so these are these are the shows that like again that i think of when i think of second leads um but but yeah you guys let me know uh who's your favorite second lead and how do you guys feel about second lead characters i think overall um it definitely gives an interesting take and you know stir of the pot of a story where (laughs) where the girl is usually always the girl sometimes it's the guy but it's always the girl where she's at a crossroads between the guy who could nevertheless like who has like who could give her everything, who could give her a good life, and not give her a good life, but, you know, it could be a great option, but because the other one was there first, you know, first love, and there's a chance, and so, 
that's pretty much as I can lead as, uh, for me. And I feel like now that I'm older, I get more second lead syndrome than when I was younger. Um, just because now I, I know what I look for in a relationship and, I, and the characteristics of a person that can offer, you know, a good, healthy relationship. Um, so now I'm like, okay, I, I understand second lead syndrome now. But then there's other ones like, you know, the airs and like, like the, the toxic ones where I'm like, yeah, I don't get that second lead syndrome. But, but yeah, like, what do you guys think? Like, or if you guys don't think of it that deep as I am, that's fine too. If you, you're like, this is only fun. Like, I don't care. Um, yeah, let me know. Let me know. So, um, yeah, like it's pretty much, uh, wraps up for this episode of Friday. I'll be posting it super late on Friday. Um, just because I did it literally on Friday, but I hope you enjoy this, um, episode. Um, I hope that you guys check out these shows that I mentioned, or let me know if you guys also watched or if there's other, um, Korean dramas that stood out to you when it comes to second lead syndrome or second lead characters. Um, definitely let me know. I, I'm all here for a good story. I'm all here for like stirring up the pot when it comes to storylines and yeah like chit chat with me let me know let me know who's your favorite second lead character and yeah so um wrapping it up here I hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful night wonderful weekend and um I will be Next time you guys will hear me, it will be on Snowdrop. And then after that, The King's Affection. The King's Affection, I'm, again, I'm like, I, <laughs> I'm taking so long because, like, I'm trying to find, like, I'm trying to find a good way to wrap up that, that whole series that I did for it because it was definitely, surprisingly, one of my favorite. But anyways, that's the point. So yeah, the next one will be Snowdrop, my first impressions, and then my finale on the King's Affection. So stay tuned, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope to have you guys join me on the next one. Thank you for joining me at the K-Drama Cafe podcast.